0: dare to defy i don't i don't think the cw is around anymore it might be i don't know we
1: had this discussion last time and it is it is yes we went into a whole big thing
0: okay like we we researched it well i know everyone keeps talking about the arrow versus ending Uh uh-huh so i felt like that was all that cw had left
1: i mean i have no idea what's on there but i'm fairly certain it still exists last time we checked
0: Well, while you talk more about CW, I'm going to... Ah, Chance! (laughs) I'm so upset. I bought those. You did buy them. You bought them and you didn't even eat a one. Chance is eating a Heath Bar Crunch Klondike bar. I am, because I prefer Heath Bar Crunch. Of course he does, because it's good. Did you hear that, that snap? I did. Mm. That's quite the snap. I feel like Minkus has been a very prominent part of our reboot. He has. <clears throat> so I thought we just needed to start with Minkus' Minkus's preference. Minkus' preference. That's what we call it this time.
1: Well, while you're doing that, I don't really want to talk about the CW because we've done that.
0: We've done that before. I really want to talk about Heath Bar Crunches.
1: About what? Heath Bar Crunches? Okay. Well... I'm almost done with Persona 4 Golden. Oh. And it's just fantastic. Let's
0: enter the Velvet Room. Hmm? Let's enter the Velvet Room.
1: We're in the Velvet Room. I've been playing it a lot. I just finished the seventh dungeon, which in the original game is the last one. Hmm? And it's great. I'm in wintertime now. Marie has gone missing.
0: Oh, you already got sick?
1: Yeah, I got sick. Marie's gone missing. We're going to go skiing um yeah spoiler warning too late now um but it's just so good like i don't feel like i mean there are many games that have good casts of characters persona 4 golden i think has one of the best casts yeah just its main characters just this group of high school students solving a mystery many of them were victims of the killer themselves they got rescued um Mm -hmm. So everyone's just kind of like caught up in it. And are they perfect people? No, they're not. They fight sometimes, but there's just this general, just spirit of like camaraderie that I just really like.
0: I think that there is a reason that longtime Persona fans were a little disappointed with Five. I was, Griffin McElroy was, um, the like, and I think Five is very good. And I think Royale fixes a lot of those problems. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think the confidants are a lot more shallow than the social link. Yeah, I could see that. Even though you get a lot less with the social links, a lot of the confidants seem like I don't know, like Aesop fable ish kind of like it's all building up to some grand point about rebellion. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, it's the theme of the game, so I get it. And maybe just because,
1: like the I feel like the theme of Persona Four is you know about maybe rejecting people's expectations of you and kind of realizing that all these different parts of yourself are your true self. Like you're, it's that gestalt sort of idea. Mm -hmm. Like you're the sum, some of your parts and you're greater than the sum of your parts. Mm -hmm. And so that can just lead to a lot of interesting things, especially even just in like the main cast of like, as they are the investigation team are like realizing things about themselves Mm-hmm. kind of who they are um, that is like very relatable but then on the other side it's like or in, in Persona 5 where it's like oh On is in a rivalry with a fellow model who's mm-hmm. kind of mean and it's like that's fine but it, does, it doesn't it does really speak to anything more than that and she's like I'm going to try to figure out who I am and then she kind of gets into that
0: rivalry well yeah the character's in Persona 5, the, well, let's start with Persona 4. Persona 4, as always, and I'm not the first person to say this, this is other people's um, thing. It's always reminded me most of a Saturday morning cartoon. If Scooby-Doo and the gang had katanas in a good way. In the best way. Yeah, it's comforting. You just want to sit and be, bask in them. Persona 5, its art style is very purposeful. Um, it's very stark and purposeful. And I think that kind of relates to the whole game. Um mm-hmm. sorry, update message. Um but I think that Persona five, like it's very stark and purposeful and that relates to its confidence too, but like all the confidence are about finding their own rebellion. Mm-hmm. Like and there's just not like, that, like that's every single one. <laughs> it's like Anne needs to find her own rebellion by being a model her way and Ryuji needs to Find his own rebellion by, I guess, not, not being who he used to be and embracing who he is now. And he's all about
1: taking down the jerk who's over the track team.
0: Yeah. Well, but, but more than that, it's about like the pull of his old life and the reality of who he is now.
1: Mm-hmm. Or um, Futaba rebelling against her own trauma. Yeah. By saying,
0: "I'm going to go outside." Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's less comforting. It's a lot yeah. less relatable. Um, it's maybe more aspirational, um, but I just, I would rather live with the four and three characters Mm -hmm. than I would the five characters.
1: Yeah. But from a gameplay perspective and a mechanics perspective, I think I really prefer
0: five. Maybe. I think, I think five does make things easier and not maybe the best way. Yeah. I'm more just thinking like, you know, you have your
1: confidants, And yes, there's the story that's going on, but they also give you advantages throughout the rest of the game.
0: Yeah, I see that. I I see that. I kind of see it both ways because that is really neat. But also like that kind of adds to that stark purposefulness that Mm -hmm. I think has like ups and downs because like in four, you're making these friends because you're supposed to because like interacting with the world and being a part of it is good for you. Mm hmm in and five i max out the doctor first because there's so few ways to get guts
1: yeah it feels very practical (laughs) and not uh you know purposeful
0: yeah it's very like do this for this gameplay reason Mm -hmm. which i do feel like the intentionality
1: really pays off with like thinking of the palaces versus like the dungeons in four whereas in four they're all just procedurally generated minus maybe a couple of floors. yeah, Three or four that I can think of off the top of my head that are like set up a certain way. Um, Whereas in Persona 5, it feels very designed and curated.
0: Yeah, that was a thing that a lot of people were really excited for. And I I mean, if you gave me a Persona 5 Palace or a Persona 4 Dungeon to play, I would pick a Persona 5 Palace. Um, But it's definitely like a give and take thing. Like, maybe some of the things... Like I like the card system way more than the negotiation system. Mm-hmm. Shuffle time, um, that's great. I Teddy
1: beats Morgana.
0: Teddy beats Morgana every day of the week. Um, well, I, I was just talking about <clears throat> dungeon. wise I would Still, Teddy beats Morgana. Yes, that's true. Um, but you know, there is maybe one time in a dungeon, maybe where someone gets the jump on in four, or I mean in five, maybe. And that's like if I'm just being real careless because I'm way more powerful than everything else in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, four is not like that. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm always battling with the enemies to try to go first.
1: Yeah,
0: I um, really do. So I think there's I think there's good and bad to both both systems. Um, I like four or more, but I do think five is a great game. Mm-hmm. So how was your Heath Bar crunch? <laughs> it was great. It was great. It was cold in all the right ways. Um, Crunchy in some ways, I hope. Yeah, I mean, you heard it. You heard it here on this podcast as I crunched into it. That crunch. It's was a good crunch. Exactly what you want. Um, and, you know, our podcast kind of started with Heath Bar Crunch. I think it's only fair that we... Continue with it. Continue into the end with more Heath Bar Crunching. I'm actually a little ashamed you don't have a Heath Bar. Crunch. I am too. You're holding out on me. You didn't tell me. Well, I opened my freezer and saw them, and I thought, okay. It's time.
1: To be fair, if they were in my freezer for these few weeks since I bought them and left them at your house, they wouldn't still be around. I would have eaten them all by now. Well, I... Congrats to you on your self-control.
0: I had a particularly tricky filling a few weeks ago um, where they weren't sure... If if, you were going
1: to live or die?
0: Well, if the tooth was going to live or die. They said it was either going to grow a... Like grow a sheet of like enamel, mm-hmm. um, over the root, or the root would die, and my tooth would begin the dying process. Oh no! Um, which just means I need to have a root canal. Um, luckily, it did the first one. Phew! But for several it's a weeks, cheaper option cheaper. too. What? The cheaper option too. Much cheaper. Um, but the um, but my tooth has been very tender for a few weeks. Um, after they put the filling in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I haven't been able to do anything very cold without like causing myself significant pain. Okay.
1: Well, welcome to Boy Meets World Fever, everyone. You've got the three basics: ice cream reviews, just food, uh, video game talk,
0: and oral surgery. Yeah, but well, but not oral surgery actually. Just a filling. Just a filling. <laughs> Brought to you by the CW Dare to Defy. Unless someone real decides to sponsor us, this is Blooming Throat Fever. I'm one of your hosts, Chance.
1: And I'm your other host, Cameron.
0: Hello, Cameron.
1: Hi, Chance.
0: I'm I'm well. You're well, and
1: I'm not feeling great. It's been the last three episodes. I have been sick. And really, if I think of most of 2023 so far, I've been sick a
0: lot of it. You you gave it to me, although I don't. I haven't seen
1: you in person.
0: I think I've just got some allergies, but... I hope so. My eyes have been very itchy today. Yeah.
1: But if I run back 2023, starting at Christmas, which is a week before, I've had two sinus infections, COVID, and I don't know what I just got over, but some sort of nasty something that lasted for a few weeks.
0: You were sick for like a month, dude. And then I had pink eye right at the end. Yeah, and you still your voice was not back last week. No, but now I'm feeling
1: strong. Feeling hearty. I'm I'm just back and I'm I'm ready better than ever. Sixty percent more lively, seventy-five percent just sexier. Wow and nice ready, ready to party.
0: I love that. L-O-V-E. Love.
1: But we have a, a special sacred duty today. We do on the show. This isn't a normal, you know, this isn't we did our tournament last week. We're not starting with season seven yet because we have something else that we need to do that's very
0: important. What is that, Chance? We are going to reboot season six as a bit of a CW drama. Like we do. And we can say
1: that and mean it this time. Like what do you do. Like, like you do.
0: Yeah, you yeah. heard it here first. Our yeah. first two reboots, um, because we skipped season two a little bit, um, which now I feel kind of bad for. Oddly. Yeah, because
1: of your fondness for that season. Hey, we made it into a movie, which I feel like is good.
0: It probably is. It um, was
1: pretty repetitive.
0: You're you're not right or wrong. <laughs> you're not right. <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So the first two were fairly normal, uh, just kind of making it more dramatic. And then as the CW does, it got with weird. Season, with season four, we, we get things a little weird. Um, we got some some sci-fi time travel elements, and uh, the gang had to survive uh, the Satan
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: in season five, uh, who tested their bonds and made them stronger than ever. Um,
1: Just just like our friends in Persona 4.
0: Just like our friends in Persona 4. See, it all connects. It all connects. You know, really, if Chance and Cameron have a brand, it's gather your friends and kill God. Gather your friends and kill God. I mean, it's it's always an evil (laughs) God, but still. Yeah. So, use the power of friendship to kill God. That's the brand of this that, show. You
1: know, I think you're right. <laughs> Is that what's going to happen to us at the end of season seven?
0: I think, I think inevitably, I think inevitably for our own sanity, uh-huh. season seven has to be a grand JRPG adventure, <laughs> like with grand, grand epic stakes, um, but also little moments where you just talk to your friend in a cafe hmm maybe you have a sea salt ice cream maybe you have a sea salt ice cream we're just bringing a game that no one played into this whole thing
1: everybody played kingdom hearts 2
0: well yeah that's true i guess you associate uh the sea salt ice cream because it's a much bigger part of the 350 th- 364 over two days
1: i don't know it's a weird name <laughs>
0: it's totally normal Normal name that everyone totally understands 100%. I mean, you can totally remember. And the game itself is kind of a game about like repetition and mediocrity, but like that's the point. Uh-huh. So that by the end, when you want to break free, you you do. It's very strange. It's very strange.
1: And then you just play Kingdom Hearts
0: 2. And then you just play Kingdom Hearts 2, which really, in the end of the day, like gameplay and story-wise is the only one really worth it.
1: Playing. i wouldn't disagree i need to go
0: back to kingdom hearts 3 and give it a fair shake you know in most people's estimation it's just gotten worse so although if you're like a challenge junkie a lot of the like optional bosses and stuff that they've added are supposed to be a lot of fun
1: oh well maybe i'll give those a try but we're not here to talk about kingdom hearts cameron you're not this a challenge time, junkie <laughs> i'm not a challenge junkie i'm the opposite of a challenge junkie <laughs> who's no. got time but you know what challenge I'm ready for? Turning season six of Boy Meets World into uh, something else.
0: <laughs> into something. Still season six of Boy Meets World. Just mm-hmm. the new version. Just the new version.
1: <clears throat> so I thought it'd be useful before we go on to season six. Because we left season five at kind of a, a clear place. A cliffhanger. Yes, exactly. So I want to go over just the episodes. Because um, we did the right thing and we wrote them down. Good job, us. I don't support that. So I'm just going to give a rundown of the episodes. There's only eight. Um, Just so we can see where we end up, kind of where all of our major players are. Um, And then we can go on from there. Fantastic. So episode one starts with an epic skydiving sequence, a la Power Rangers movie. Um, There's a mysterious figure. Uh, Eric needs to live at home. Jack is nearby at enrollment and Sean is auditing a philosophy class. Topanga gets a job at the Mexican restaurant. Corey feels left out. Corey's mom's taking a college class too. Man, we really just crammed a lot of junk in here. Um, to be Jack fair, and Eric, by so, the end, they decide to move together, move in. Um, to be fair, what?
0: So, to be fair, so does the show.
1: Yeah, we just, you know, we're throwing spaghetti at the wall, seeing what sticks. Um, Sean comes to, to, Help Eric, I guess. I don't remember. Um, but doesn't know that it's Jack that he's moving in with. Surprise, it's his brother. And uh, we also have a chessboard motif at the end of the pieces being moved into place because epic. <clears throat> um, then there's a college meeting. It's like a college episode two, college, um, sort of like a recruitment thing or like a college fair. And Corey goes without Topanga. And Sean is mad that Corey's exploring options for college without him. But Corey decides to go alone anyway. And there, that's where he meets Lauren. Um, Jack and Eric struggle to find a place in college. Sean fights with Jack. Eric really enjoys his mom's writing without knowing that it's her. I forgot we made that more of a thing. Um, <laughs> Corey stays up all night talking with Lauren. There's a puzzle piece. Kiss. They text each other. Jack meets Millie at the end because we also made that more of a thing. Um, and Topanga meets Nuncio because Nuncio's there. Of this, I am sure. Of this, I am sure. Um, in episode three, we have Corey, who's texting Lauren throughout the episode. Because texting was a thing that didn't exist in 1998 when the show was originally out.
0: Agreed.
1: Go figure that out. Um, Topanga is working more. She's going out with co-workers. Jack and Millie start to become a thing. Sean's hanging out with Angela more. Um, and Eric feels lonely. Uh, Topanga finds the phone at the end of the episode and reads the messages. She confronts Corey about it, and this is when Eric meets Sabrina at the end. So sweet, so sweet. Episode four is Halloween. We're almost halfway through.
0: <laughs> way louder.
1: Why did I just get way louder? Yeah. It's the conviction of my, my principles.
0: Oh, okay. That's fair. <laughs>
1: um, He meets Sabrina. That's what did it. Um, episode four is Halloween, so the focus is on Eric and Jack. Um, so they individually figure out that their girlfriends are witches um, because they are. Millie is a witch. Sabrina is a witch. Good witch, bad witch. Sort of a Glinda, Elphaba situation. Um, Corey joins the paper? Question mark. That's a thing that happened. Um, Sean and Angela are being cute, um, avoiding Corey and Jack. I don't know who's avoiding Corey and Jack. Um, running into Angela.
0: <laughs> I, I did know.
1: not take very good notes. <laughs> Oh,
0: no better for next.
1: <laughs> Sabrina reveals the truth about Millie being a dark witch. Lauren has come to visit Corey. They go on a date. He brings her to a party and Topanga is there. <gasps> Topanga. Topanga leaves, mad, of course, and goes to a restaurant, to her restaurant. And at the restaurant is Ricky. Millie mm-hmm. realizes who Lauren is. As we already established, she's the Satan. <laughs> um, and Sean has so, to so Angela so his so girlfriend. Oh, also Ricky is also the Satan. They're both the Satan. I forgot about that. Oh, we we did some good stuff here. Um, if I could just make sense of what I meant. What does and running into Angela mean? Do look? I don't know. This episode should be called boys meet and running into Angela. Um, so the episode ends on a cliffhanger of Sean asking Angela to be his girlfriend. So episode five starts and it's revealed that Angela said yes to Sean, which is exciting um cory is sitting with lauren on the rocky steps
0: because of course i don't know what that means
1: you know like from rocky <laughs> oh yeah
0: because i capitalize rocky, rocky. Yeah.
1: don't you remember that famous setting in boy meets world the, the rocky steps the steps made of rocks um but they decide to stay in each other's lives this isn't over sean has a date coming up and some of his old girlfriends confront him about the way he treats women and they so doubt in his mind Feeney hounds Sean about applying for college. Feeney, classic. Corey and Sean reunite and catch up. They drink to deal with their emotions. Topanga calls Ricky and they go to an art museum. Ricky is revealed to be magical at the interactive Van Gogh exhibit, and Millie's master plan is in effect. I think her master plan is very similar to the show. The original show.
0: Well, I think we made her master plan. She's going to use she's going to use their connect Jack's connection to them to sacrifice jack to take control of the satan that's right that's right that's right
1: which would give them a lot of power mm-hmm. um, episode six we're getting there we get some hell dimensions coming into play so eric is trapped in hollywood hell dimension phoenix there too for some reason i'm um, sure angela go on their first date mm-hmm. eric realizes millie is up to something ricky slash minkus what <laughs>
0: That's right. We were going to make Ricky Satan, but then we decided that Ricky was um was a Minkus very... <laughs> That's
1: right. That's
0: right. Who <laughs> wanted is... <laughs> to date? <laughs> okay.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Okay, we have to make a pact. Minkus uh-huh. can show up in this season. He cannot be the killer.
1: <laughs> right. It's not a it's not a Minkus from another timeline coming to kill whoever it is that we decide to kill. <laughs> I have some thoughts. Yes. Um, But Ricky slash Minkus realizes that Topanga has not gotten over Corey, and he puts her in a dream state where she constantly loses Corey to get her acclimated to the idea of him being gone. Makes sense. Seems like a normal thing to do, Minkus. Um, Corey visits Lauren. Sean is still drinking and hiding it. Um, Sabrina and Jack are trying to save Eric, but Millie stops them. End of episode. Episode 7. We're getting close. It's getting exciting. I'm, I'm loving this. Um, Episode 7.
0: We need to take better notes this time.
1: Yes, I have a new document for oh. Season 6. I notice you're putting all the episodes there. But we can do it on here. I guess why not? Um, episode 7. Millie tries to complete her spell, which is to capture Lauren mm-hmm. um, to steal our power. Lauren comes back with Corey. She realizes Corey's not being honest. He throws a party with everyone, and she casts the Honesty Night spell... But Millie's power throws Lauren's off and the spell goes awry. Sean is trapped in his murder hell dimension. Sean realizes how much he hurts himself to not hurt others. Ricky slash Minkus's power throws Millie off, which allows Eric to escape. And Millie is thwarted, trapped in a hell dimension by Lauren. Ooh. And then all most of the weird stuff is over. Then um, episode eight, this is where it really gets important. Um, Sean reconciles with Corey and his brother, meaning Jack. Um, Corey and Topanga... Figure out what life looks like now that they're back together. Topanga gets into Yale. We have graduation. Minkus is there. Normal Minkus, not yes. Ricky Minkus. Um, not Ricky Minkus or Mr. Mac Minkus. Mm-hmm. I forgot that Mr. Mac was Minkus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Lee Norris. Um, Topanga's parent. This is what. This is important. Topanga's parents show up and tell her to go to Yale. It is a matter of life and death. Topanga goes to Yale.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And okay. that's where it ends. That's
0: fair. That's Topanga good.
1: decides to go to Yale. She answers the question, why didn't you just go to Yale? with, okay, I will.
0: Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie to you, Cameron. Uh-huh. It will take every bit of our creativity to fit a plot point from this random schmattering of episodes. (laughs) I I can do it. I was just kind of going back over them while you were talking and, oh boy. So I think the first thing we need to do is we need to
1: establish for ourselves and for the listener exactly what we want the main through line of the season to be. Um, Because, you know, season four was the time travel, time loops, and all of that. Season like five the was the game magic, game. and season six, we didn't really say, but I was thinking it was going to be a murder mystery.
0: Oh, no, yeah. I have totally been thinking of this as a pretty little liar's murder. Mm hmm. I never I've of had, that.
1: I've kind of had in my mind, I haven't seen it, but I really intend to. Like, I want to see it. So maybe before next week, yet, yeah, if we split this, is the show Wednesday because at least on Netflix, they describe it as murder mystery.
0: Okay, okay. Um,
1: So I don't know if it is. I like
0: how our two references for this are Pretty Little Liars, a show neither of us has seen, and Wednesday, a show neither of us has seen.
1: Well, I've got another touch. I've got another touchstone. I'm I'm going to make a on the list here. Um, I'm going to make on our document touchstones for season six. So we got Pretty Little Liars. (laughs) It's I can't spell. We got Wednesday. I feel like just the aesthetic from Wednesday, I feel like they really fit. Um, also, you haven't seen them, but the Knives Out movies?
0: Uh, I've seen parts of the first one. Oh, okay.
1: Well, that's more than I feel like you saw the last time.
0: No, um, I, I had always seen parts.
1: Okay. Well, I feel like you need to watch it all. But I feel like that's these are important because I feel like both Knives Out and Glass Onion are sort of deconstructions of a murder mystery. Um, like in the first one, you know, from the very beginning or pretty early, like who did it. And it's just sort of walking through it and things kind of spiral more and more um, Mm -hmm. as a person who knows the truth is trying to cover up the truth in a really interesting way. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the second one, it's like the whole movie plays, you get to like kind of the halfway point in the movie and you're like, Oh, we're at the moment, like the moment of conclusion. It's the parlor room scene Uh, everything's going to be made clear. And then it just cuts back and it is telling you what's really going on the entire movie. And it's again, not what you think. Um, And I feel like those are really good sort of touchstones for something
0: like what we're doing here.
1: Again, I don't know if we're smart enough to do it,
0: but it's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. Um, See the, the thing I was kind of taking a similar, but I was thinking like, here's what I know about pretty little liar. Mm -hmm. It's like very dark and very dramatic two someone dies i think or maybe someone fake dies i don't know but the main cast is constantly like receiving like text messages and threats and blackmail from like Mm -hmm. a mysterious figure and i just thought that would be fun to play with true that's about all i know as well
1: also there's a real icky teacher-student relationship i'd like to not emulate that
0: please no no absolutely not um there. Oh, and the the other thing I was thinking about with that though is that there could be lots of fake reveals of who the manipulator is. Mm-hmm. Lots um, of red herrings. So, yeah. So we're going to do a murder mystery. Um, <laughs> Topanga had to leave for her own safety, and while doing this, we have to. Um, weave in all the plot points mm-hmm. from this and introduce Rachel. Yeah. like who we have to is know. the murderer.
1: Probably not. But we don't know. We, we have to of use like Rachel Persona, next kind of like season. Persona 4 Golden in that way. Yeah, Anybody could be the killer. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the show, we're going to say, audience, who do you think the killer is? Mm-hmm. And if you're wrong, you don't get to find out.
0: Um, one thing that I thought that I think we just need to throw out because we're not smart enough to do it. Mm -hmm. So let's call this, um, chances, imaginary draft one. Morgan plays a much bigger part in this season. Mm -hmm. Um, a really being there for Corey, uh, in his times of need, um, while he's trying to solve this murder and twist near the end. Uh, someone asks him who was, who was killed? Like, you need to know. And Corey can't remember who was killed. Turns out it was Morgan the whole time. That was killed? Yeah. And, and it's he... been in his imagination? The whole time. Oh, man. That's sad. It, it, it was a little too sad for me. We it's, need the to... best, it's the best use Morgan would have gotten. Well, It's true. And one, while we do have two, maybe three-ish prominent episodes um, where we could have used Morgan, we also need to use Morgan next season. Mhm a little when she
1: wears her tank array.
0: Oh yes, I forgot all about that actually.
1: <laughs> I often think about that. It's not in the skeezy way, but I just think it's really <laughs> funny when Alan is like, it's a tank array. <laughs> yes, but not in a skeezy way. I'm not a creep. Thank you very much.
0: I'm glad you clarified, but still that the beginning of that statement is a little, mm, Cameron. Well,
1: that's why I had to, I had to amend that. <laughs> well, not amend it, but I had to put that in there.
0: Yes, <laughs> it's a change. <laughs> um, yeah. So I thought that'd be a good idea. One, I don't think we could do it in the end. And two, can I use Morgan XC? Mm-hmm. So, are we deciding who's dead right now? I don't know. Let's start by looking at the episode.
1: Okay. We can decide in each episode what it is we want to pull out of them.
0: Yeah, at least somewhat. Um touched pretty little eyes when fantastic. Great touchstones. Ooh. Murder, not murder,
1: murder on the Orient Express. Except it won't end up being every Or will it? It won't. Spoiler for that movie. Slash book.
0: Slash movies. <laughs> so old. If you don't know the twist of murder on the Orient Express by now... It's like,
1: is that everybody did it? <laughs> Everyone not named Hercule Perrault did it. Yeah. And he might have.
0: We don't know. He might be an unreliable narrator. He's not. He's yeah, he's really not. Okay. So we need to have Sean really into poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh. What I are we just in? can't remember what any of these episodes are. <laughs> It Once again, it's just reliving last week. Um, is the person who gets murdered just Chet? I thought about that, but I actually think Chet serves a better role. Okay. Okay,
1: we'll get into it. Not we'll we need to think about these episodes first. Um his answer
0: is that when Rachel shows up? Yeah, yeah. They're no, discussing. It's not. I don't know if she does. I think she does, yeah. Because that's when Corey tells them that t- Corey tells Sean they're gonna get married. And Sean's like, Well, I'm actually going to college, so if you need a roommate. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, Rachel does make her premiere in that one. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But
1: I mean, the thing is here, we don't have a proposal. We don't have them going to get married.
0: Maybe we could though.
1: Twist maybe?
0: Corey is not willing. Corey gets into Pembroke. Uh-huh. He's all set to go to Pembroke, but then he learns that Topanga is going to Yale. So he drives to Yale and he proposes to her and says that they can live together in the dorm if they get married. Mm-hmm. So they go to have a wedding and he's, he'll just get a job in New Haven um, and work while she goes to school. Yes, yes. Um, that that could be like the beginning of the new episode. But Topanga can't go through with it. One, because her family um one because her family wouldn't be there and his family wouldn't be there but also two her parents will do a flashback her parents told her that she can't tell anyone Mm -hmm. why she left and she can't she can't be married to Corey and lying to that's good of her
1: especially after what all they just went through last season
0: Mm -hmm. you know
1: of like we're honest with each other like we're in each other's lives it's a much healthier relationship i feel like than what we see in the actual show
0: yeah yeah so we'll just have a scene where topanga's like dramatically Corey, i can't lie to you but i can't tell you what's going on either you need to go back and go to pembroke and leave me here for now i promise i'll tell you the moment i can Ooh. and he trusts her because their relationship was tested by the satan dang it mm-hmm. and not even just subtextually not even just subtextual it is text cameron read it to you
1: i did and i was a little confused at times but i got that part
0: (laughs) okay so i feel like we need more around this so maybe we start the season well are we planning
1: that right now or are we looking at each episode and pulling out what we want
0: well kind of both actually because i was going to mention the next episode okay Go for um, it. Where did we leave Feeney in the last season? Um, I don't feel like we did a lot with Feeney. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we can do whatever the heck we want with him. We can. Um, well, Feeney retired because time travel and Hell Dimensions was not what He's he He's like, did. I'm
1: too old for this.
0: But our Anderson Cooper, Mr. Feeney, is sunbathing on a beach somewhere. Not, mm-hmm. not fishing in around. Jackson Hole. Yeah. Um, but I think we should take something else from his college grant. We start with like Corey at class registration. hmm Okay, we start with him and like words that the um words that the 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 uh, what what's it called? The person who tells you what classes to take. The registrar? That's the money people. Your advisor, that's the bursar. Advisor. Advisor, that's, that's the word i was advisor. Like, as his advisor's talking to him, he's flashing back to when he learned that Topanga wasn't coming and how it was. And Mm -hmm. he's just like, yeah, whatever classes you want to put me on. And then he gets overwhelmed and then he runs off to go be with Topanga. Um, Oh, so
1: that's where we start this first episode is kind of there. Yeah. Makes sense. And that's how he gets in quantum physics. Yeah, yeah. His advisor sucks. <laughs> <'Cause his laughs> Pembroke is a joke school. We're going to be very overt with that.
0: Maybe like we've made it pretty clear that he wants to go in for journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, that he wants to go in for journalism, but like his advisor put him in all like math classes because when he's like, Do you want to be like an engineer? and he was like, Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, because he's not paying any attention. Yeah, good move, Corey.
1: Yeah, basically, I want Pembroke to be like Greendale Community College, but not fun. Just bad.
0: <laughs> well, like it is with these shows, the school really only exists to be set.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. It's not really a character in the way Greendale is. Right. So from that episode, Ain't College Great, I have Feeney being retired and Corey registering for classes.
0: Yeah. it's okay. two of the
1: things from the episode. From his answer, I have for the proposal and introducing Rachel coming from there, and then her answer to Panga being unable to go through with it.
0: Yeah, so I guess we have to assume that the summer went by. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The summer went by, and it was a great summer, I think. I think it was a a terrific summer for everybody. Um, I think Sean was in therapy a lot, because he dealt with a lot of his demons. Some literal. Yeah, some some literal. Um, He produced a demon, and... Um, so now Sean is like, <laughs> I just had to think about Riverdale, the whole like framing device for the show Riverdale. Uh-huh. Is, uh Jughead is writing a book yeah. about what's happening in Riverdale. Can this whole season be framed that Sean is writing a book about what happened when he went to college?
1: I think it has to
0: <laughs> like Sean has really learned the value of like, writing over the summer and now he's starting a book about how college went and how it didn't go anything like what he expected
1: (laughs) freeze frame you're probably asking yourself how i got myself into this mess (sighs) that's how it starts
0: yeah we just like we open up with sean and the student union like writing like every episode
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. dear journal (laughs) no doug is not a touchstone I'm adding Riverdale to our touchstones.
0: Okay. I've
1: never seen Riverdale. I've seen the first season. It was also a murder mystery, wasn't it? Yeah, kind of. There was also an illicit student-teacher relationship. It's true. It's true there was. CW, what are you doing? Because Didn't they do Pretty Little Liars also? I believe that
0: one was ABC. Oh, man. Still. Um, okay. Um, so... That's what we got for there. Um, And we got the beginning of the first episode kind of set up. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. In this episode, um, I think Corey and Sean need to break up. Corey and Sean? (laughs) Sean and Angela. Excuse me. I was like, again? I think Sean and Angela need to break up. um, And Corey, in like his desire to stay close to Topanga, um, starts hanging out with Angela, even though it makes her uncomfortable. Mm Mm-hmm. Makes, um, sense, makes sense. Let's skip better than average, Corey, right now. Gosh, what do we take from Hogs and Kisses?
1: I think we should just take Corey ripping his shirt and yelling to Panga.
0: <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> Print it. No homophobia, though. No. Um,
1: <sighs> I'm gonna look up better than the average Corey on the wiki on the the wiki.
0: You know that one. It's. I one know, but was- I'm just seeing what
1: else there might be in it. Nothing great. Here's my thing. That's when when Rachel's choking and Eric gives her, or Jack gives her the Heimlich maneuver. I'm chucking to death.
0: Well, here's my thing. I kind of have a thing for better than average Corey. Um, Everybody loves Stuart. Um, uh, We'll have a good time then. I kind of have a thing for those ones. Okay. And be true. And that is that um, the artist, uh, Stuart, Chet, and the, um, the imperialist guy, the imperialist guy, yes, exactly. The the imperialist guy are all red herring. Uh-huh. Like that's what I want to use those four characters for. So I want to make them. Um, I want to make them all a little more prominent in the series. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, like, oh, could it be this character? No, it's not that character.
1: Yeah, you gotta have your red herrings. Jet red
0: herring imperialist red herring if that's what you put it needs to be okay and the final red herring we need to skip to episode 21 mm-hmm. is cory red hair
1: yes i was thinking that too just because he's having these dreams of murdering
0: yeah um, i so you should, like did i do it am i the killer i thought about this quite a bit today but the the moment that i had in my head because i'm just going to share it with you because it doesn't really matter the moment i want to happen in my head is that Corey is having these dreams about maybe he's the killer, mm-hmm. like, and he's having these dreams like fairly constantly, fairly constantly. But what it ends up being is Lauren owes Corin, Corey a favor, and she's showing him important information with all of these murder dreams. <laughs> you start realizing certain people's motivations certain people's locations at certain times mm-hmm. so
1: because she knows those things
0: yeah basically lauren's just helping him out and, or, near the end it's kind of like a climax thing and then he has like eyes pop open and he's like i know who it is so that was that was literally the time i spent the most time thinking about okay, <laughs> was, i love that was that part
1: what about you're married your dad and gambling dan is another red herring
0: yeah yeah we can do that
1: what else in there really works yeah um i feel like and in case i don't see ya eric might be could it be i mean we already have the framing device of sean writing the book yeah like so it wouldn't make sense for it to also have the device of eric like vlogging about it
0: yeah that doesn't make a whole lot of sense um what else is happening in that episode? The Gouda. Is that it? Yeah, those are the two plots. Gosh, that sucks. I feel like let's save this. I think we need to have a talk about what Rachel's role in the season is. Because mm-hmm. that could change this. True, 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 true.
1: We could just have Rachel's trauma, <laughs> but make it something good.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and when we may end up doing something like that. And it could be, I, I don't know. Let's let's think about Rachel for a little bit later. Okay. Um, Tommy has to be introduced pretty early on in the season. Hmm. Um. Maybe Tommy has a relationship to the victim, or at least one victim. There doesn't have to be just one victim. Yeah. Um, that's just a thought. That doesn't have to be a thing. Um. Oh man, I am blanking on cutting the cord. That's the
1: episode where um Angela and Sean tell Corey and DePanga they need to back off. And so they go to the restaurant and they sing karaoke.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: Because I always forget that one too.
0: Okay. Okay. And
1: um, this season, is Amy going to be pregnant? Sure. I <sighs> just like, it doesn't really fit. Do we have those scenes that we need to make happen?
0: Yeah. Let's leave those. Maybe we can work in, maybe we can work in like a couple of hospital waiting room like drama scenes Mm -hmm. there will be some of those so yeah let's just say that amy being pregnant is more of a background thing that we can use at some point to gather people for a um a dramatic scene makes sense because if we're doing it that they she got pregnant at prom i mean prom is what april Mm -hmm. so maybe before prom huh she was pregnant before prom that's true. And now she was pregnant at prom. So she was probably what? May, June, July, August, September, October. Probably due in November? Yeah, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Uh, November or December. Um, I mean, <clears throat> we can make it a Halloween thing where she gives birth on Halloween a month premature. And that's why he's in the NICU. Yeah. Kind of a premature birth. Instead of doing it on Valentine's Day, do it on, on Halloween. Do it on Halloween because that makes it much more realistic about like time.
1: Because yeah, um, when
0: would she have gotten pregnant if she was get if she gave birth in February and she gave birth early?
1: Yeah, because I mean, when was their prom?
0: <laughs> yeah, because what what nine months before February is May. Hold on, May, June, July, November, December, January, February, January. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. She was pregnant for like 10 months. And is still born early. (laughs) It was still born early. Yeah. So just put put, for my baby Valentine. um, Premature birth. Yeah. Chance, we have an important question.
1: What? What musical group do we need to make uh have a special guest appearance in the show this season?
0: It's true. I was just thinking that.
1: Because yeah. my honest answer is just nobody's angel reunion.
0: <laughs> yep, that's the one. <laughs> uh nobody's angel reunion at a secret show turns out to Peng as a big fan.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> sure. Um I think from getting hitched. We just take that Sean has to leave at some point. Mm-hmm.
1: I kind of like the idea of to Penga, living together. Sure, yeah. I feel like we can make that happen. Yeah. Um. Just over the course of all the things that are going to happen, Chet is still going to die, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like at the height of like everyone's about to name Chet as the killer, he dies, mm-hmm. and then the killer does something while Chet's dead, and it's like, well, it can't be the
1: can't be Chet. What if Chet dies by the killer? Yes. Like not in uh like as an initial murder, but as in another murder.
0: Yeah, yeah. Turns out Chet has some of the information, so the killer shuts Chet up, but makes it look mm-hmm. like an accident. So he's they still have to do hospital shenanigans. Makes sense. It's good stuff.
1: Um cutting the cord, we never really said what we wanted to do for that. Um, Sean
0: missing Angela. Yeah.
1: I think that's just a plot line running through the whole season.
0: Yeah, we can like maybe make it come to a head there or something. Mm-hmm.
1: I do feel like over the course of the season six of the actual show, that's like one of the through lines through the mm-hmm. whole thing.
0: Um, uh, can I help to cheer you Is uh, farewell to Tommy? Mm-hmm. Um, He's the killer. No.
1: The truth about honesty.
0: Ugh. Ugh. So... We had an honesty night go awry last season, mm-hmm. so I, I I feel like we're gonna have like maybe the penultimate episode or so. Uh, we're gonna have some supernatural stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like a callback to that. Maybe maybe like maybe like the characters go visit a place that's a little supernatural. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they go visit Sabrina. I don't know. I don't know. I also think what well, could be good. I mean, the truth about honesty
1: could be the name of an episode and it is like almost like almost like that parlor room scene where it's Ooh, like yeah. all the truth is coming out, the facts are being laid end to end.
0: But what know, element of the episode do we put it?
1: I mean that's just like we're gonna be honest now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's a dinner party.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. We could have the big killer reveal at a dinner party. It feels very murder mystery State of the unions.
1: Cory and T- or Topanga's parents are on the rocks.
0: Well, <sighs> let's just say the truth about Topanga's parents is revealed. Yes, for whatever that might be. Uh-huh. They're Russian spies. Yeah, whatever whatever it is. Whatever is going on with them is revealed. Because I don't want to pigeonhole us mm-hmm. with them. I think they need to be a, a big late season reveal. Perhaps. Perhaps. All right, let's talk about arcs for characters now. Okay. And then we'll we'll put the episodes together next week. Yes. Um, I mean, the um, easy
1: one is the Sean and Angela, right? What? Sean and Angela?
0: Yeah, Sean and Anna. The other question mark? Uh, well, we'll have to get them back together next season. Are the feelings still there? Yes, yes. Um, I feel like, for whatever reason, for Corey, and I don't know that I could explain this any better than this, um, but Corey has to be the only one who can, or the only one who can't have been the killer. So he's kind of de facto. Detective man? The Yeah, the person everyone is kind of leaning on to figure out who the killer is. I don't know why that is yet. We'll figure it out. De facto detective. Um, Love that yeah. for him. Um, Topanga. Um, Life in Yale. Yeah, I don't I don't think we can keep her in Yale the whole show. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, life in Yale. Maybe second semester she can transfer in. Yeah. Um, ooh, what if we just put family secrets? Family secrets. Just punched my microphone. Ooh,
1: leave that <laughs> in. <laughs> just a little excitement.
0: There was a killer. I'm so curious what that will sound like. Um, so Topanga has got stuff to do. Um, I think for I think uh, Sean meeting new friends in college, and Angela and Corey's relationship growing deeper. Mm-hmm. I think a good yeah. male female friendship is something our show needs. That's never questioned as to whether or not it will be more. Yeah. Friendship grows deeper. Okay.
1: I do think, I like the, like, Feeney retiring, but then coming out of retirement.
0: Yeah, Feeney coming out of retirement um, and finding love. Uh, we're going to have to cast Dean Bolander.
1: Dang it. Yeah, we are. I need to look over who. we. I mean, we need to cast, like, all of these people. Um, We've already cast Chet. Yeah. But we'll need to cast Topanga's parents. We need to cast Stuart, the dean, the artist. Ray- Maybe Rachel? I don't
0: know. We haven't cast any of the other main actors. It's true. It's true. You're right. I mean, they're kind of getting to the age where we might be able to, but mm-hmm. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't really want to either. Okay. Um, yeah, we need to cast cast those people. Um, let's think about the apartment trio. Yes. Um, I really don't like the love triangle. Of the original? Yeah.
1: But I don't know if that's something we keep and just make better, or that we
0: just, like, push to the wayside. Let's do the three, if you don't mind. Let's do the three individually, and then what they're doing as a unit. Okay. I'll just leave that there and then do. Because obviously the season for Eric is going to center around Tommy. Mm-hmm. Question mark. Um... Who is Rachel? I think that's a question, that's a question. we have to. End. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like it's the thing that we need to explore in the season.
0: Yeah, but also I, I agree with you. We need to explore it in the season. Um, but like, what's her deal? There's a part of me that thinks that our Rachel needs to be like I don't know, like maybe a model or something. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, maybe okay, like, okay, Um. I I'm, I'm trying to think. Like why does she end up living with the guys? Mm-hmm. Like why does she need a place to stay? Why does she need a place to stay? I don't want to give her a broken up boyfriend that never comes up again. Uh-huh. I mean, what if we have her like kicked out by her parents because like she started an OnlyFans or something? Perhaps. And like she's got nowhere to go. Um, and later we could do, and if in case I don't see ya, maybe she like picks up a stalker or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that can be kind of the people watching her angle of, in case I don't see ya. um, very dramatic. I'm not married to that idea. I think we can maybe workshop it a little mm, bit. We've got some time to think about it. Yeah. Um, there's also a part of me. Hmm. Yeah. Dad coming back. That's a good po- point. Um, ooh, okay, okay. Hear me out. Huh? Rachel is kicked out by her ultra-conservative Texas parents because at some point we establish that she's from Texas. Uh huh. Um, her she's kicked out by her ultra-conservative Texas parents because she has come out of the closet. Okay. Um, but she has no place to go. Um, she is kind of confused. Maybe she goes on a date with the girl from the library scene.
1: The library scene.
0: Remember when they're making friends at the library. Oh, right, right.
1: I was like, Jennifer Love Pfefferman. (laughs) No, no. That's the wrong
0: library. (laughs) So, okay. Yeah. I like this. Rachel comes out of the closet. Um, and she's already kind of a successful model. Mm -hmm. Um, she's already kind of a successful model. She comes out of the closet. Her parents kick her out. Um, and she's like, now she's living with these two guys. She's kind of confused. She's got some kind of like bi energy going on. Um, she dates Jack, but she doesn't know if it's what she really wants. Um, she dates this other girl. It's a whole thing. Like she's trying to figure figure herself out now that she can be who she is. Uh-huh. That is
1: infinitely more interesting um than what we're given.
0: Yeah, and, and and the conflict with Jack and and Jack and her can be a relationship, but the conflict for her for her and Jack is like, am I dating him because he's a type of person my parents would approve of, or am I dating him because I really like him? Mm-hmm. So true, so true.
1: So I don't know what their whole deal is of the three of them.
0: Well, I just think their deal is like, I mean, I still think like Jack and Eric living with like a gorgeous model is gonna like that's yeah, still gonna cause some tension. Yeah, some tension and some confusion. I don't think we need to define what Rachel's sexuality is. I think like that's the the thing of the season is like mm-hmm. she's not fully straight, so she is ostracized. Yeah, she's figuring it out. And we can make Louie, who is part of gamblin Dan's, kind of a stalker and maybe make him a bit of a red herring as well. Louis stalker red herring. It's beautiful. Um. All right. You right, don't right. have to go with that.
1: Do you like it? I like it. Yeah. So here's what we've got so far for everyone. Um, Sean and Angela break up. Still have feelings. Maybe back together. We don't know. Corey. His arc is he can't have been the killer, and he's sort of the detective of the season. Uh, Topanga. We see her life in Yale, and then coming home and um, family secrets, whatever those might be. Um, Sean is meeting new friends in college. Also some dad stuff. Corey and Angela have a friendship um, that seems genuine and not Stockholm syndrome-y. Feeney comes out of retirement and finds love. Jack, Eric, and Rachel as a trio. Rachel moves in with the boys after being kicked out of her parents' home. Um, Jack, his dad comes back into town, and then his dad dies. Yeah.
0: And Um, and, and I think... And the stuff with Rachel. Yeah. I, I think, like, yeah. We use Jack, which sounds bad, to explore Rachel's sexuality.
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jack. Now you know how it feels to be used by other people. <laughs> yeah. um, Eric, his kind of big arc is Tommy. Tommy, of, and
0: Tommy, Rachel, and Jack, yeah.
1: Yes. And then the stuff of the three of them. Um, Rachel was kicked out of her home. She's kind of figuring out who she is. She might have a stalker. Goldberg the goalie. Goldberg From the goalie. Mighty Ducks. Um, and then Amy and Ellen are having a baby. Yeah. Morgan, sad.
0: <laughs> Why is Morgan sad?
1: She's all alone. She's forgotten. I'm going to put forgotten. Um, the final scene is like, the. the it is the, the parlor scene. And it's like, what are we doing here? Morgan turns around in a chair. It is I who've called you all here tonight.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> Morgan's really
1: minkus. <clears throat> She's a minkus from another timeline. There never was a Morgan. This is to me, Stuart Stuerta.
0: Is there a female version of the, the word Stuart? Um, um, I'm trying to think. I think Topanga's parents need to have a connection to the killer. Uh-huh. Um, so much so that they are kind of culpable in the murders themselves, especially Topanga's dad. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, see, originally when I was thinking, mostly today... My first thought was the victim was Topanga's dad. Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. And I was just thinking, you know, he turns up dead. It's revealed that there's this relationship conflict between her parents. There's this other woman. Um, Crimes of passion are usually where these things go. You know, it's never about the money. It's always about, you know, something like that. But then, you know, we have this killer killing other people so that it would need to extend beyond something like a crime of passion where but i don't think the killer is topanga's mom no. i feel like there's something else going on which is causing the the conflict because if it's like oh topanga's mom did it mm-hmm. or this other woman did it
0: yeah that's not interesting also no. if topanga's dad is the first victim why did topanga's parents tell her it's a matter of life and death that she leave that she leave and go to yale
1: that's the question isn't it but then who's dead
0: yeah, that's a good
1: question, too. Is it a main cast person?
0: No, I don't think it can be. I'm not against killing a main cast person at some point. Um, we know it's not Morgan, because that's too sad. <laughs>
1: um, and we just have to use her again, unfortunately. We have to use everybody again. Um, like Dean Bolander, but I can't do that to Feeny. Um,
0: Kill your darlings, I guess. I mean,. What if Minkus is dead? That's kind of where I was going. I was like, "What if the original Minkus from this timeline turns up dead?" Uh-huh. He's, he's gone off. He's gone off world hopping. He came back for graduation. He came back into the timeline for graduation, mm. um, and he spent some time with his friends and got into a great college. Does he get into Yale or does he go to Pembroke? I think Yale.
1: Yeah, we'd said he was there at the end of last season.
0: Yeah, um, so, you know, he's he's older, he's wiser, he's lived a thousand lifetimes. We didn't say that he went to Yale, we said he was just at graduation. Yeah. The real
1: Mingus, not Ricky Mingus.
0: Well, and I think I think everyone on the cast remembers what happened to Minkus, right? Like, they all know that he's been in the timeline, uh-huh. that he and a future version of Corey helped Sean well, defeat yeah. Fix things. Yeah. Evil Minkus, Mr. Mac. Mr. Macus. So I think at the end of last season, Minkus comes back. And he's like, you know, I've lived, I've seen a thousand timelines. I've lived hundreds of years. Like, but I haven't like lived my life. It's time to go to college. Yeah. So I'm back and I'm going to go to college with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be a thing like
1: <clears throat> Topanga is going to Yale. Minkus is going to go to Yale, but Topanga leaves earlier. Yeah, and then before Minkus goes, he's found deceased. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and that could get some early su- suspicion on Topanga. Mm-hmm. Um, some early suspicion on Topanga because she—it almost looks like she ran away, and she didn't tell anyone she was going to Yale until the very last minute.
1: Yeah, she's like, "Let's," she wants to enjoy the summer,
0: but really, but really, Minkus died. And Topanga would have died, too, if she would have waited and not gone. Oh, wow. I'm on pins and needles. So, okay. So I think think we do kill the original Minkus. I think we have Mm -hmm. to. Minkus Prime is dead. Minkus Prime, that does not preclude there being another Minkus.
1: Uh Maybe Minkus is the killer, too. (laughs) No, we said we can't. (laughs) Oh, I forgot to the be a killer. Card. The killer is Farkle. Farkle. Farkle Minkus. I think we have The stupidest uh, thing in the world.
0: I think we have pretty um pretty well established that 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 future can't happen in our no, time. That doesn't happen.
1: We've avoided that future.
0: Okay, yeah. But I like this. I like where this is going and I think we need to we need to move it into the first episode. Um uh, or we need to take this into the first episode. Did you write that down about... Um, no. I'll write it down right now. Mingus dying. So I think... I think Topanga's parents knew that Minkus and Topanga were in danger. But they had Topanga leave. They had Topanga leave. Uh-huh. Um, so she wouldn't die too. And I think this was a bad choice by them. Uh-huh. Um, Not not a bad choice, like, because their daughter is alive, obviously. But a bad choice, like, now they're in danger. But they're Mm -hmm. all... Okay, in my mind, Topanga's dad is an evil businessman. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, that goes without saying. Okay, good. So there's some sort of corporate espionage or, you know, backstreet dealings that are kind of coming to a head. But I don't know exactly why. Yeah, I
0: don't know either yet. Um... Okay, first question. Do mm-hmm. we want there to be one killer? Or yeah. can there be multiple?
1: We already said we're not doing a murder on the Orient Express. That doesn't mean we can't have two or three. But I feel like one, I like
0: one. Okay, so there's one killer. And obviously it can't be a member of the main cast because they have to interact with them next season. Mm-hmm. So in this season, we will introduce Gamblin' Dan, Louie, Rachel, Stuart. The Dean. The Dean. And the artist person. The artist. The Dean's
1: ex-boyfriend. Oh, that jerk. He's the killer. (laughs) I'm calling it now. No, because I hate him, and that means he can't be the killer. Yeah. He's who I instantly suspect.
0: And so we're introducing those seven at the very least. I don't feel like Louie or Gamblin' Dan are important enough. No. I I think there's a deal going on. Like, a big corporate deal... Maybe to, like, buy up all of Philadelphia or something like that. or uh, <laughs> You know. I don't know. Something worth millions and millions, millions of dollars. And it's going on between Stan. The plumber man? Corey's, uh, not Corey, Topanga's parents. Stan, Topanga's parents, and um, Chet's involved for the shadier thing. Mm-hmm. Right, so we got those three.
1: I guess I'm going to put Stan on the list. Stan Stan, the plumber man. Cameron, what if,
0: what if there are two killers, but they're Mm -hmm. very linked? Okay, this just kind of came to me. Okay. The first killer is Stan Stan, the plumber man's daughter, (gasps) who is secretly also Topanga's half-sister, Nebula, It
1: doesn't make sense, Chance.
0: No, no, listen. Ludicrous. Listen, Topanga's mom is the killer. Uh huh. Is like the ultimate mastermind of the killer.
1: And so she uses her daughter or whatever.
0: Yeah. Why does it have to be
1: Sandstan's daughter that's secretly Nebula? Why can't it just be Nebula?
0: Well, but because I like the idea that. Topanga's parents are in this cabal. That rich like people get treat kids around? <laughs> no, I just think that she had an affair with Stan Stan, the plumber man, at some point, And that's causing some tension. hmm I just think it's a good drama. Okay. Something
1: to think about. I'll add... Let me add Stan Stan and Rhiannon, love child. Like... What if it's something to the extent of... We also need to introduce Topanga's parents. I guess we've already met her dad. We have? I mean, we haven't in our show, but in the show,
0: the real yeah. show, he's been introduced before. Um. So what if it's something to the extent of... And I'm thinking big picture in the end here. Stan, Chet, and Topanga's parents. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we have to name Jedediah, which really bums me out. Yeah. He was uh-huh. by... Huh? He
1: goes by, there's not really a good, he just goes by Jay.
0: Jay, sure. Um, The three of them have a big multi-million dollar deal going. Mm -hmm. But uh, Topanga's mom and her secret daughter (laughs) have been maintaining a relationship for a really long time. Uh And I think like Jedediah still punishes. Um, his wife for this affair she had twenty some odd years ago, but he's constantly having affairs h- himself. Mm-hmm. And the like ultimate thing of this all is Nebula and uh, Topanga's mom, Rhiannon. Uh-huh. Rhiannon, thank you. Nebula and Rhiannon are trying to take over this deal, but s- do it secretly and make sure it's as wealthy as possible through murder yeah through murder what does minkus have to do with this well because he's seen a million timelines and he knows that this is a possibility
1: he knows that they would maybe be trying to cut the other people out
0: yes he just knows too much
1: okay interesting (laughs) sorry minkus
0: but i think the first killer is nebula Mm -hmm. who is also stands (laughs) in for man's daughter which i know is ridiculous I think the first murderer is her, and she's just a little too gung-ho. Gung-ho to the point that she's willing to kill Topanga, which was never part of Rhiannon's plan. Mm -hmm. So behind the scenes, there's already a bit of a rift going. Gotcha. Rift. Love it.
1: Yeah, and then we get another killer in there somehow, some way. So is it just Topanga's mom then really warning her that she needs to leave? That it's a matter of life and death?
0: Yeah, I think we frame it as both of them, but it's really Rhiannon who... Mm-hmm. who, Yeah, knows. she says your dad and I say this. Yeah.
1: So then it has a little bit more weight. But she's just like talking on the phone or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It just came to me. Okay. Not good. We're workshopping. Well, we here. got some time to think about it. It's true.
0: Okay.
1: I feel like we're in a really good spot. We've got a lot to think about.
0: We have a lot to think
1: it, there's another good touchstone of knives out here, which is just that rich people are all terrible. Yes. And so it really works. Um, yeah, I like it. This is going to, you know, give me some time to watch Wednesday, which I feel like is totally out of here now. It really doesn't belong. <laughs> we
0: don't know. We don't you know, know. We don't know what Pembroke is like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I really want to watch Wednesday. I just haven't. I don't know anything about it. Same. I don't really either.
1: But I keep hearing that it's good. Um, Wow, and we've got a lot of characters to really think about who to cast them as. So that'll be,
0: fun. that'll be your your job. <laughs> maybe
1: Timothy Chalamet does finally make an appearance in the show.
0: I thought we cast
1: Timothy Chalamet already. Let me check. I really don't know. We maybe we did uh, early on. I'm checking Instagram because that's where I've kept track of all of these things. Um, huh, I didn't post a list of all the. Usually, I do.
0: You know, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I like it being re-added in Nebula as the murderer. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: we've it's got Kevin Graveau as Ezekiel, Letitia Wright as Lonnie, Andre Brower as Judge Lamb, and Annette O'Toole was Dean Bolander. Oh, wonderful. Oh, look at us. Uh, we also had, uh, let's see, we had Winona Ryder as Verna, Paul Rudd was Mr. Mac slash Mr. Minkus. <laughs> Um, Claire Danes was Aunt Prudence and Taylor Swift was Corinna. And I think that might be it. No, that can't be it.
0: Yeah, we have to have one from seasons before. Season before. Just to make sure we're not double casting.
1: I feel like I made a post about it.
0: The show did it all the time.
1: Yeah, we're better than that. Goodness, I've made a lot of posts.
0: You have. You've done great.
1: Um. <clears throat> let's see. Here we go. We have... Tom Welling and Lauren Graham playing Amy and Alan. Uh-huh. Anderson Cooper as Feeney. Um, neither of those matter because Turner and Eli are both gone. But Noah, is it Noah Centennial? Oh Donald yeah. Weber.
0: What a um, great casting we did.
1: And then Dr. Sorrell and uh, Miss Tompkins. D- those, neither of those matter. Josh Holloway though as Chet is important.
0: Yeah, he me make making a return.
1: But that's it no no timothy chalamet i'll have to think about it i'd like to get him in some somehow some way but that's for me to figure out that's my cross to bear
0: that's your cross to bear i'm looking i thought we cast timothy chalamet but i don't know who we would have cast him in oh well
1: yeah because the really the last time these are the only person we cast last season was lauren was played by zendaya that's a good choice on her part. i know we did good That's the only one we cast, though. At least that I have written down. I'll probably do a better job this time around of writing that down. But Zendaya is Lauren.
0: Let's cast someone right now solely for the Grams. Okay. Let's cast um, Topanga's dad Mm -hmm. and mom for the Grams. For the Grams to put on Instagram.
1: Um, You heard it here. On Instagram first, if you follow us on Instagram before the episode gets posted. Or my post-it when the episode gets posted. Um
0: Who should that be? I like that they're married in real life. Yeah, I was thinking that too. My first thought, honestly, honestly, was a pre-divorce Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> What about... I had a thought.
1: What was my thought? It left my brain. Married in Real Life. Married in Real Life. Dang it, I can't
0: remember. I thought it was pretty good. Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. That's
1: exactly who I was thinking. Oh. Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. I think that's just very funny. They're both so sweet. That is well, true. We want we to, to play a, a list of, of people, but um, I don't hate it. You know, we've never really um, talked about Topanga's ethnicity. That's true. In this reboot, but Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem... I don't know who those people are, but cool. Um, you know who Javier Bardem is. I'm going to send you... I'm sure you can look it up faster than I can send it to you. He was in Skyfall. Oh, he was also in uh, No Country for Old Men.
0: <laughs> see the weird... creepy. He was character. the killer.
1: He was the killer. We also okay. have Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell.
0: I could see it. Oh, I thought you were going to send me a picture, because I don't really know who Penelope Bell be Cruz is either. Oh, I don't have a picture of that. Um, I... It's okay. Oh it's okay. We're good. What about... Isn't Patrick Dempsey's wife famous? I have no clue.
1: <clears throat> Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar?
0: Oh, that'd be kind of dream casting for me.
1: <laughs> Something to think about. What about Maya Rudolph and Paul Thomas Anderson?
0: Isn't he more of a director?
1: Yeah. Matthew Broderick's married to Sarah Jessica Parker? Who knew? That's actually a pretty good one. Which one? Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick?
0: Yeah. They're yeah. about the right age,
1: right? I would say so. Upper 50s? Mm hmm. They got married in 1997. Look at them making <clears throat> it work. That's it. We're doing it. We're calling it. That's what we're doing. I'm going to write it down Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Sarah Jessica Parker. <clears throat> there we go. I like, because I like that they're married in real life, just like the actors in.
0: I do as well. And I th- feel like she could play sweet and disarming, but also murderous.
1: Mm-hmm. My next guest was Tom Brady and Giselle. Hi. Just kidding. No, thank you.
0: Could not tell you who Tom Brady, what Tom Brady looks like. I know who he is. No. Matthew Broderick, Sarah and Jessica Parker. Perfect. Pretty. It's perfect. We love it. We love it. We love it. All right. We've got it for the Grams. We do. For the Grams. I love it. All right. Dreamcast. Well, that is uh, going to be it for this episode. We're going to brainstorm episodes and how to fit pieces mm-hmm. of the actual episodes into our eh, seven to ten episodes, just depending yeah, on. I feel like eight was a good last time. Yeah. A nice four um, and four split. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to figure that out next time and give a good week to think about it. Um, but yeah, this has been the CW reboot of Boy Meets World, Dare to Defy.
1: Dare to Defy. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram or on Twitter at BG World Fever. You can also send any feedback in to us at BGWorldFever at gmail.com. The nice part is about the way that we're doing episodes right now. If you listen to this right as it comes out, within those first couple of days, if you're like, you guys, here's an idea or, here's a person that should be cast as one of those people, if you send that to us, we would yeah, see it we, before we record the next episode.
0: We have so we no barrier or buffers. So.
1: No buffer. So if one of us goes down sick, we either have to power through or skip a week. Yeah. Um, but you're, the uh, nice part is we can get some more quick feedback if anybody's listening and wants to give that to us.
0: Yeah. So if you were uh, – thir- the Thursday this comes out or Friday, if you're listening to this and you're like, I have an idea for this episode or I have a casting, let us know. hmm Yeah reach out over
1: any of the social medias or email at bgworldfever at gmail.com.
0: Yep. Uh, maybe next week we'll both feel good. Maybe. It hasn't happened yet this year. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe. All right. Um, um, well, that's all I've got. That's all I've got. So from all of us here, Boy means World Fever. So long, world. So long, world.